Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Girl Power Hour. It is, of course, 3 p.m. Central, Wednesday afternoon. And uh, today, of course, is Psychic Wednesday, my favorite day of the month. Um, I have Elizabeth Harbin with me today. She will be doing Dream Interpretation. Uh, this is a new spin on our old favorite Psychic Wednesday. And Elizabeth, if you're there, there's a lot of noise happening. You're a whole, whole lot of noise. Um, really? Anyway. Can you hear me now? Is yes, it better? Very, I, I can hear you, but I could just hear a whole lot of noise. There was a lot of clutter, That's... clanging, clashing. <laughs> Going I'm on. sitting so, really me, still. Okay. <coughs> I won't let me, move. Let me, repeat, let me repeat to the audience what I was saying. Um, I've got Elizabeth Harbin on today. As you all know, every Psychic Wednesday, Elizabeth comes on and gives us a lot of wonderful information along with psychic readings and recently dream interpretation. Well, now we're going to be doing something even more special. So along with dream interpretation today... Uh, which it seems like we already have a caller lined up. So that's fantastic. Caller, if you'll hold for me for just a minute, we'll get right to you. Um, along with the dream interpretation, you could call in, and again, the number is 602-753-1589, to get free dream interpretation from Elizabeth Harbin. You can also call in if you have been noticing a lot of numbers lately, like if you're seeing 333 or 777 or 222 and just a lot of patterns of numbers in your life lately repeating, you might want to call in and ask Elizabeth what what that is about, and she's going to give us information as well. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right in, and first of all, welcome, Elizabeth Harbin. I'm sorry we had some difficulty in the beginning. Of course, this is Psychic Wednesday, so I expect nothing less than electronic difficulty. That's just kind of what happens. Um, well, that was really weird. Yeah, yeah. That really was weird. strange. Area, and, then, and then lots of lots of just clutter and clanging. So anyway, yeah. spirit is obviously present and, and ready to roll. So let's get to the first caller. Caller 4252. Do you have a dream that you would like interpreted, or are you seeing numbers? If you have a question for Elizabeth, Hi. let's go. Yes, yes, I do have a dream. This is very serendipitous. Um, I have uh, this person that I've left behind in the past on purpose. She was a friend of me, um, I guess is how you could describe it. Um, and just recently, I dreamt of her two nights in a row. Now, I haven't seen her in five years. I purposely have kept her at bay, um, you know, despite her, you know, little attempts to contact me from time to time. Um, I've purposely, because like I said, that's, I get the bad vibes from her, the frenemy kind of um, vibe. So I was wondering if, if you can see why I've perhaps dreamt of this person is it um somebody like her in my circle is she attempting to come back into my life um well let me let me say this right right quick um mercury has been in retro and so a lot of times Mm -hmm. what happens is when we're in our dream time we dream of things that uh, it bubbles up to the surface it gives us the chance and the opportunity to go and heal that space, that area in our lives. 
Um, I will say this, though. I get a real creepy feeling from this person. And uh-huh. so I suggest that you stay with what you're doing and do not get, there's too much drama. There's too much silliness. There's, it's very high schoolish as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And the only thing this person brings into your life is chaos, drama, and just guilt. And what I would suggest is that could be a way of the universe letting you know, be prepared. She is going to try and get in touch with you. If she does, I would immediately go, no, don't do it. But the other part of this, and this is always something to remember, sometimes we just have dreams. Sometimes we dream of people, and we don't know why. We just do. Something could have triggered something in the unconscious, and it bubbled up to the surface. You had your dream about it. You're still saying to us that you still feel the same way. You have not changed. Your thought patterns are still the same. And sometimes it's a way of of reinforcing that uh, belief because, what you're doing is you're, you have a belief, and your belief is that you do not need to be around this person, and so that's what's happening. But I have to agree with you. I get a real odd feel for this individual, and it could very well be. I mean, this, this, is, this is another uh, one of those. She could have been thinking about you, and she could have been dreaming about you as well. So um, the best thing I would do with that is not to worry about it. If she does try and get mm-hmm. in touch with you, don't. And the other thing is, is just send her love and light and send her on her way. Because you're absolutely right. This is this is not a person. You've outgrown this person. You've gone ahead of this person. You are um, much higher in your vibration than this individual is. And she she's where she's at. You know, she is where she is. There is um, a mutual collaboration, so I'm not sure if I should even, just because of that mutual collaboration, even end that relationship as well, because that might be a gateway for her to come back in, too. That's um, a true statement. That's a true statement. Yeah. Well, you have, to, yeah. you have to decide if that is something that you really want to choose. Do you really want to get rid of that 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 part, that aspect. Uh But the more you hang around people that are also connected to the other individual, it is just like an open gateway. It's like another freeway. And we are Mm -hmm. so connected in so many ways to so many people here and (laughs) obviously, you know, across the world and the, the, the planet. So we have to be careful with the energy that we're sending out the energy that comes back to us. And I cannot stress that enough. We have got to be much more aware of who we are around. We've got to be aware of the people that come into our lives. And um, and it can sneak in through dreams. And sometimes that's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm letting you know this individual is either going to try and get in touch with you. This person has thought of you. And if it is a relationship as with this that you feel needs to, uh, go away, then I would I would say I'd really have to think about that one. I really would. I would almost have to say that everything connected with that individual needed to be removed, released. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just a, it's just an open you. gateway. Yes, okay. Yes. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Okay, then you're welcome. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for calling. Thank you both. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. 
Well, that was wonderful for you to give that information. I, I'm glad that you were able to pick up on the energy of that person. It sounds like that's someone she probably really needs to stay clear of. Um, well, there was I, a I like lot of drama. It, you know, send, yeah. Yeah, send the love and light and then send her on her way. I yeah. love that because it's still with compassion yeah. and yourself have compassion, but it's, you've got to move forward. So I love that. Well, you certainly don't want to send anybody anything ugly. Not really. You know, we talk about this right. from time to time where we get mad and we get hurt. And of course we're reacting and to get to that place where we, I, I bring it back to the, to the scenario of you take a plate and you drop it and you put it back together. It still has cracks in it and it can be very mm-hmm. vulnerable and you do not change anything. You know, it's still a cracked plate, but I like right. what the uh, Chinese do. They fill it in with gold, can look at it from that perspective, filling it up with gold. Um, you're healing yourself uh, with the metaphor of you right. the plate. But with another mm-hmm. person, you have to be really careful with that. But I do want to bring up a couple of things before we get to our next person, if that's okay. Of course. Okay, I want to let you guys know that Mercury is going direct. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, it's finally, <laughs> it's going back. And you can tell you know, just by today, it was just wanting to throw us a little curve. Just like, yeah. I'll show you. I've still got a little bit left. So <laughs> it's going to go into Aries. And what that means is all of those uh, projects and plans that you have so dutifully worked on while Mercury was in retrograde, right? Well, mm-hmm. all those projects can now be brought to the surface and you can now put them out there. So one of the things that I've been doing today is connecting all of my accounts together. So my Facebook page is now connected to the business page, which is now connected to my, um, well, I guess it's my blog. You know, so now I'm I'm now everything's connected, so you can go to one and then the next and the next. But I'm really glad I waited because that was that was ooh, that was difficult. <laughs> and the next thing is is let's celebrate all the Taurus, all the Tauruses out there. Happy birthday to all of you. Um, this should be a better year. So uh, it's a one year. We're in a one year. So. Um, Tauruses are known for their generosity, but they also need to take care of themselves as well. Right. The other thing is, is the full moon is coming. It's going to be happening on Wednesday, the 10th. Yay. And it's also known as the full flower moon. And one of the reasons why it's called that is because usually during this point, there's a lot of flowers everywhere, especially here in the U.S. It's also known as the full corn planting moon. I don't, I, I'm sure it's because of planting corn. Uh, the other one that it's known for <laughs> is the milk moon. <laughs> it just made me laugh, milk moon, but that's because of milk thistle, I think is what that's for, the milk thistle. So anyway, oh, it's going to be okay. in Scorpio, but it's not going to be nearly as drastic as it normally is. Um, I do have to tell you, oh, my goodness, your tribe showed up early today. It didn't wait until the end oh. of the show. So just kind of bear with me a little bit. There's a lot of my things native. going on in your world, and it's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So just letting very you know protective. they're here, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very protective. So one of the things that you can also do or find out about um, 
when Mercury goes direct, I mean, seriously, it's the time to, to get busy and do those projects. Now's the time to do it. Seriously. Don't wait. So we'll also mention okay. a couple of things that you can also do. We've got three different things that can be done, and we're talking about numbers. People always love numbers. What do I do with numbers? Uh, what numbers are you seeing? Goodness gracious, this room is full of smoke. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I've got a message for you or something. So we're just going to acknowledge maybe, them, okay? okay? We're just going to acknowledge that they're here, and so I'm going to kind of push them over to the side because I really need to talk to people. I mean, seriously, let me do my thing here. Okay. So I don't know how well that's going to work out. Sure, try. Well, we're going to try. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's talk about a number. Talk about your life path. Everybody has a life path number. And that life path number is your birth year and your birth date and the month of the the month of the time you were born. So it's the month, day, and the year. Thank you. God. I'm so confused. Month, day, year. And you add those up, and that will give you your life path. Now, I'm a nine. I'm a 27-9, which mm-hmm. means, gosh, means my number will match everybody else's number. So no matter what your number is, you add my number to your number, it will always be your number. So people like wow. myself, nines, we... We have a tendency to reflect to you what's going on internally with you, which is sometimes not good because you'll get to see yourself from that perspective. Right. So if you're a nine, just know that you are a mirror, but that you are one of those people that you know what somebody else is thinking or feeling or picking up on, and you're right. You're not wrong as a rule. You can determine what somebody's feeling. Even though they're looking at you and they're saying they're fine, you know they're really not because you can feel this. You're, you're on the same energy level with them. You also have to remember if you're a nine, you have to be careful who you're around because if you're around someone that's constantly negative, constantly in a bad mood, constantly in that same pattern, Eventually what happens is you pick that energy up and if you're going to start doing the same thing. So you want to be aware to be, to, to be protected, to be in your own energy, get to know your energy better. And, um, but it's easier for you to be around other people and know what's going on. And, you know, that's really, that's really a gift. So be, be aware of those things. So the other thing is, know what your personal year is. Do you know what your personal year is? Well, you take, you take, I am so confused. This is just ridiculous. They are just, I don't, it's like they've got a message or something. So um, clearly, gosh, clearly this, they do. This is, and they're, they're basically saying, if you're just going to keep talking and ignoring us, we're going to mess with you. So, I'm just going to blow fu- smoke in your face happen. again. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so back to your personal year. To get your personal year, what you do is you take your month and your date of birth and add that along with the year. So my personal year for this year is a nine. So I am a nine, and I'm in a nine year. So that doesn't sound very pleasant, does it? (laughs) It just sounds like, oh, gee, that's a lot of work. 
But nines, when you're going through the number nine, when it's your when it's your personal year, that's really not so bad. A personal year for a nine means you're completing things, and that means you're getting ready to to go forward. It means you're you're putting things into place. You're getting your uh, as they say, ducks in a row. You're getting ready to to adventure, to to take that step, to go forward. It's closure. Um, it's the, it's it's really the time to come to terms with all that you have accomplished during the current year or the current cycle. Um, you need to go back and think: How did things work? Do you have a solid foundation? Are you closer to your goals? Are you living your passion? And now's the time to wrap it up if you're not, because you need to be doing your passion. You also need to forgive and to forget whatever you have lost or not accomplished. If it's gone, let it go. Um, There's no sense in trying to bring things back that are not going to work. That's also a time to be prepared. You need to be ready for the new cycle that's going to be coming in. Um, You need to be sure that you're still caring and compassionate. And oftentimes people find out wealth comes to them. Oh, money comes to you in unexpected (laughs) ways because you're at your completion and you just think, well, that's it. Nothing's going to come through that's, you know, I'm done. And that's not the case. That's usually when things start to to show up and um, help you out. So you have a lot of things that you can do as far as information. Um, I do like the... Good Lord, I cannot believe this. I have been really good all day, and now it's just like they're so in my face here. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna ask them if they've got, like, um. Well, I'll share you. I'll share something with you that happened uh, yesterday. Maybe okay. that. Maybe they want me to talk about that. Yesterday, I get a text message from this lady, and she said, um. You did a reading for me at this uh, location. I was there doing 10-minute readings for a new rehab. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, you told me that what I needed to do was have my eyes checked. And she said, I went and had my eyes checked, and sure enough, I have um, glaucoma. And I am now putting eye drops in my eyes, and I just wanted to thank you for giving me the heads up, and I would never have known it had you not said anything. And, of course, my reaction to her was, wow. Uh, The second was I was so (laughs) glad that, you know, just to be a part, you know, just a part of that. And Mm -hmm. one of the things I realized is that you really do, especially people that are in this field, if you are reading for people, no matter how odd it may seem or sound, please, you know, if you see these things or if you hear these things, let these people know. Um, I don't remember this lady. I cannot visualize her. Um, and I don't remember saying it. So apparently that came from a higher source. And so we just thank the higher source and we're very grateful. Um, right. Then yesterday, I no, day before yesterday, I had a lady that came to see me. And she said, you told me that I had Native American blood. And she said, so we went and had it tested. <laughs> we went and had it tested. It's like, oh, my goodness. And she said, we got the results back. And I said, okay. 
she said we're 67% Native American. And I just thought, holy wow. cow, holy cow. So now wow. they're going to do uh, an investigation to find out what tribe. And it's like, oh, wow, this is exciting. So, yeah, that's again, super exciting. Yeah. Would you, oh, my gosh, when you hear that, whatever it is you hear, you know, speak it. Let people know what yeah. you're hearing. Or having smoke blown you? in your face. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is just so, this is a difficult one. This really is. It's been a long oh. time since I've had that much spirit come at one time and not have a result of something, you know, like saying well, something or. Uh, I, I would have so we're talking about numbers. but I won't because they're, yeah, well, they're, I know. My, uh, they're my protectors. There's so much uh, going on and you know that. So they're, I know. they're active. So they can just back up, okay? Tell them to back up. <laughs> okay, let's talk a little bit about numbers. Maybe they want to talk about numbers. Let's do that. Let's see if that will humor them for a while. Well, let me. So let there me really this, are. What, one second. What? Let me jump in because it may be that okay. they're trying to get me to tell you what I've been hearing, and maybe that's. Oh, please so before do. We talk, uh, <laughs> before we talk about numbers, I need to ask you, and this is for everybody listening and for the safety of everyone listening, I need to ask you if you're picking up on any information regarding weather events. And I don't just mean thunderstorms. I mean all kinds of weather events. Are you picking up any information on that? And if so, can you share that with us? Well, I did know about what was going to happen on Saturday. That I did know. There's been, we've had a lot of um, rumblings and those kinds of things. I did actually hear what felt like to me was uh, rumbling as if it were an earthquake today. It mm-hmm. wasn't, but it felt like it. So I thought, well, that's something that must be on its way. So there's there's changes that are happening all over the planet. That's There's no doubt about that. The um, earthquake activity probably will get uh, more active. I'm not quite sure why, but I'm just saying um, I have a feeling that some of it has to do with um, other countries, um, playing with, and I use that term lightly because you should not play with this, the nuclear weapons and those kinds of things. And if they're using it in the Pacific, especially around um, where that ring of fire is in those locations, they have to be very, very yeah. careful because they're playing with fire. And I don't mean that in a funny way. I'm serious. You are playing with fire. And sometimes that can, with the shaking trigger, actual earthquakes, and it can cause volcanoes to erupt. I mean, that's that's proven. That's not just picking that up. Let me jump Uh in and say that uh, the reason I have been, the reason I have asked you this today, and this may blow Uh your mind a little bit, is because for the last four or five days I have been drawn, and I mean, you know, when my spirit guide, as we know who we're talking about, draws me to something, it's adamantly. And I have mm-hmm. been drawn to watch nothing but volcano documentaries. I have been watching them over and over and over. And I don't watch, and I'm not talking about sitting here and watching them all day. I don't really watch a lot of anything. I don't even own a television, as you know. 
I watch things mm-hmm. on my computer. And so at the end of the day, whenever I'm just kind of zoning out, normally I'll meditate. But I have been drawn to watching volcano documentaries. And then recently tornado documentaries were added to that. And so I was asking why all of a sudden, I mean, I love weather events, like in terms of learning about them and things like this. Uh, and of mm-hmm. course, the earth, you know, is an amazing wonder. And so watching Mother Nature, I, I, I enjoy that. But this has been like, you know, repeatedly wanting to learn about it, know about it, understand about it, safety measures, all of this. And I was asking right before the show, uh, I was asking Spirit, is this me wanting to do this or is this something I'm needing to know? And I heard something you need to know. So it's interesting that you say volcanic activity because that's what I've been drawn to. Well, it certainly feels so that way that, to me. It, it really does. Yeah. It feels more volcanic-like. And so that must be it because it's not nearly as smoky in here as it was. That is just odd. So there you go. Even for my yeah. life, that's just <laughs> odd. But yeah, that just seems to kind of have gone back. I don't. That's just odd. It doesn't seem to be nearly as strong. So yeah, I would have to agree with. I would have to agree with that statement. That what it feels like is that. Oh, my phone just made a real funny ding sound. That's usually a confirmation. Confirmation. That yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that we're on the right. We're on the right uh, track here that there will right. be more um, volcanic activity. There probably will be more uh, earthquakes and those kinds of things. But one of the big things that I keep hearing about is fracking and how dangerous that really is and that that really does generate um, pressures in the earth and that it really does cause uh, earthquakes and it does damage many many places buildings it it messes with our water supply to be extremely careful with those things you you can't just keep going and doing these things and not expecting a repercussion because the repercussions will happen but what we are noticing and this is really severe is how quickly and how fast a tornado can build as to where before we would wait and you would feel it and the humidity would come in and you would know, oh, my gosh, we really need to be aware. It's building up. And now you just have to be really careful because it's almost instantaneous. And that's exactly how it happened with um, our friends and our uh, followers in Canton because it was just on them before they got turned around. It was just there. Um, My brother and I were actually working on the fence here at uh, my mom's place and I remember we both looked up and we both kind of looked towards the east and said you know that's not good this is this is this is not good and it was just jet black and you could tell the clouds were beginning to rotate so we knew there was rotation but we um, thought this feels like something major is going to happen and sure enough it did and I cannot stress enough that there feels like there's more to come. Um, You just be aware of what's happening and be aware of where you're going. You know, vacations are going to be coming up in June, July, and August. Be aware of where you're going. Be aware of the countries. Um, Do they have uh, flooding during these times that you're leaving? Is it excessively hot? Do you have to worry about drought and fractures and those types of things? Um, so the main thing on this is people need to be, you know, weather smart, be aware. Yes, agreed. 
Yeah. Be aware of what's happening. Be aware of where you're going. Watch out for the forest fires and those kinds of things. So spirit's real real big today on weather. So y'all yes, very. have heads up. Seriously, heads up. I mean, at one point in time, we were having a, a, a blizzard in the panhandle, and we were having tornadoes in East Texas all at the same time. So Texas is notorious for having four seasons in one day. In one day. Right. So anyway, but yeah, I I think that's the pro. That was I think that must have been the issue because, like I said, the smoke has really kind of just backed off a lot because well, of that. Good. That's yeah. It seems like it's very. Um, it is very urgent. Some information that needs to be out to to going out mm-hmm. to all the people that listen and and again of course shared because it keeps us safe. I mean the more that we know mm-hmm. and the more that we can be aware and and just watch the weather. You know I think a lot of people take uh, these things for granted. So mm. you know just re- remember Mother Nature is a powerful force. Respect her. So what that means is don't take for granted that she's not powerful and that you can just, you know, blow off the ominous clouds you see or any mm-hmm. kind of intuitive intuitive feeling that you're having. Listen to your intuition. Listen to spirit and stay aware and stay safe. And that, that brings up a really interesting uh, point about listening to spirit and really paying attention to uh, what spirit has to say. And I'll share this with you. Uh, last week, I think it was last week, uh, two of my, I call them assistants, students' assistants. They're two two people that I take with me when I go and do a house investigation, pertaining to who's here and and what what's going on. And we had a situation where I was upstairs and talking to the daughter of this lady who had passed, and I was in this bedroom and I got pushed. And it's the first time I've ever been pushed, and it. Of course, it startled me because I wasn't used to that, but I immediately saw a Catholic symbol, and I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, that, that may not be too good. So I, I said, okay, who who's here that's Catholic? And she said, well, no, nobody. Nobody's Catholic. And then she said, oh, wait, maybe maybe there is something. And she opened up the closet door that I was standing next to, and she opened it up, and sure enough, it was all the papers and stuff of where they had gone to Catholic school, and had their communion, and all of these things were in this box, a metal box. And I said, well, I think your mom's trying to tell you you need to take that home because it doesn't need to be here. So it was like, okay, <laughs> sometimes there – and now it's like, listen to me. Listen to yeah. me. I'm trying to tell you something. And I think that's something else people need to know, that they are – it didn't feel aggressive. It was just she was trying to get my attention, and I just was not paying attention. And it had to be immediate because I was about to pass the closet door where this box was, and we were about to leave. And so she wanted to make sure that we knew, okay, kids, you need to take this stuff home because this belongs to you. This is from your mom, and she wasn't getting through any other way. So we needed to, to know that. So when you feel spirit moving and they're trying to get your attention, it will send you information as in numbers. It'll send you information as in feathers. It'll send you information as, in our particular case with Tasha, it's always smoke. If it's Native American <laughs> for me, it'll always be smoke. It has been since the very beginning. And so you need to listen to your 
what are your cues, what, is, what are your signals. I think we thought we were going to be talking about one thing and then it leads into something else. And so you have to go, okay, then spirit is leading us in a different direction. Then what we'll do, we need to be flexible. So we need to go in that direction. So one of the things that I'm learning, and boy, I am, it's it's not easy for me, is to be that (laughs) flexible. Because I, I have my game plan. And this is what I've been researching, and this is what I've been looking up, and these are my notes. And all of a sudden, you know, Spirit says, oh, no, we're going to go this direction. It's like, well, I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, you really are. It's just you we're, we're taking you in a different direction. So you have to get used to that as well. Uh, dreams are a great source of information. But we have to remember, sometimes yes. it's just a dream. That's all it is. It's simply a dream. It's your your mind getting the chance to have freedom, no boundaries. It can explore. It can go anywhere. It can do anything. It can make anything show up. But I've had a lot of really odd dreams the last couple of weeks. People online that I've talked to have been talking about the same thing, that they've been having really lucid dreaming where they're actually going places and doing things and seeing people and getting information. And that's something that's real hot right now. People are taking, you know, those trips, as we call them. But that's something you need to be aware of as well. If you feel like there is a meaning to to your dream, my suggestion is, by all means, get you a dream book. One of the best books I've ever used, I've been using this since, I think, 1996 or so, is the dream book by Betty Bethard. Her last name is B-E-T-H-A-R-D-S. She has a new book out. It's... um, on Amazon, and she's included more symbolism. Uh, She's up to, I think, 2,000 items as to where this particular one is only to uh, 1650. So there's more information in her newer version, and um, I need to order that, by the way. I need to make myself a note. I was going to do that so that I would have that handy. But there's a lot of things we need to be aware of, especially current numbers. Um, repetitive numbers, numbers that you keep seeing. And, of course, um, one of the biggest things that I keep being asked is, I keep seeing 1111, and what does that mean? Well, let me just give you some info on that. Now, look this up, because I wanted to make sure that this is what we were going to be talking about. So it talks about, so you have the number 11, you have 111, or you have 1111. So it says portals are opening and portals are closing and you are among the portals. So your conscious creation has 13 second intervals between one thought and another. So it says become one with the soul and abundant creation of the desires of the heart. So when you see 1111, make your wish. And we're always putting that out there on Facebook. We see 111, make a wish. Well, I read another article that said when you saw that number, what it was, was it was your cellular memory and it's being activated. And it's being deeply stimulated. And what it's happening is that it's trying to get you to remember something that you have forgotten. Isn't that great? I mean, just think of it. You see 11-11, go, oh, it's time to go to the store. 
obviously I need to remember something. There's something there that I need to bring forward that will either help me, guide me, send me in the right direction, or give me the nation that I need to be. I need to remember something in my um, in my belief system or something that may uh, I may have forgotten in a past life. But it is like when you see that number, it's trying to remember. It's trying to get you to remember to stay on track, uh, to stay with this thought, go with what, and try and remember what you were thinking at the time too. So anytime you see eleven eleven, just remember. That's your memory store being activated, and it's time for you to go shopping. <laughs> I like yeah, that. <laughs> I, have, I have another little thing that I have learned about 11.11 personally. And, Good. Uh, this one is a little different, and I know at some point we're going to be talking about this more, and I don't think necessarily today. But at some point sure. we know we will be talking about it more. But 11.11 is also the twin flame number. And if you're not familiar yes. with twin flames, by all means, Google that. Um, but it's your—it's typically a message that your twin flame is either with you or thinking about you or connecting with you, uh, like telepathically. And so it's a—it's a message from your twin flame. Well, you know that's that's incredible because that's the, that is true. The twin flames are being activated all over. And that's going to happen more and more. And um, I am a little bit distracted because while you were talking about that, I just happened to look at, uh, we have a, I have a cable box in my bedroom and it got stuck on the, it's showing me the number nine. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> the number nine. And I just like, oh, and okay. So it's stuck on the number nine. I'm not sure what that means, but that's Okay. Well, let me see what the number nine says. We'll just look that up, shall we? Shall we? Holy yes, we cow. Shall. No, yes, we shall, she said. Okay, <laughs> number nine. Now, this is from the Angel Book. This is by Doreen Virtue. I highly recommend it. Keep it with you. Buy several copies. Keep one in the car. Keep one at work. Keep one at home. Have one at the bedroom. So when you see a number, you can always get to it and put your hands on it and keep it handy. So this is the Doreen Virtues book called The Angel Numbers, and it's 101. So let's just find out what she says about the number nine, which obviously seems to be a real important number around here for some reason. Okay. Oh, geez. Oh, listen to this. Okay, it says, get to work, light worker, now. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> The number nine means that you've accomplished all of the prerequisites to achieve your life purpose. Stop procrastinating as it's time to start taking action steps. Even baby steps are useful. So I'm not quite sure what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm sure I'm going to find out just real shortly. So number nine, if you're seeing the number nine, it's saying, warning, warning, you're about to do something. In a good way, not a bad way. In a good way. That's just really odd. I didn't realize yeah. that I was in a, a nine year. I thought it was in an eight year, seriously. But I had I wrote that one down just way wrong. Or I thought it, it was in a one year. Maybe it, that was it. 
it may be that you are supposed to have, I mean, there is a lot of information coming to you about Twin Flames, Elizabeth. So it may be oh, yeah. that you are supposed to get in gear with this particular information and be some sort of, uh, I don't know, go-between in this situation to kind of go, oh, I just heard a noise on the phone. I think that's a conversation. Oh, gee. Here. Okay. I think that's what Another number nine after yeah. the 1111 Twin Flame thing. Yeah, I think it was letting you know. That that's that was a ding ding kind of thing. That nine coming through was letting you know that that's something you're supposed to get moving on. Is the twin flame like, stuff? Well, I would bet there's going to be, be a lot of people coming to you. Yeah. Well, you know, once I made that agreement with the Native American uh, side, I I never wanted for another client, and that's I'm serious about that. I made. Mm-hmm. There were there was a beginning point in my career where <clears throat> all of a sudden there was just smoke everywhere I went, and it was really hard for me to talk, and I couldn't understand what was happening. And radio became a nightmare in many instances because I could not, I couldn't talk. It was just there was just too much. And then what I realized was that it felt like Native Americans were around, and so I finally acknowledged the fact that okay, this is what's going on, and it's got to be Native Americans. So years went by, and I suffered through this just off and on. And then one day, I just asked out loud. I was in the car, and I asked out loud, what is this deal about this smoke, and who is this, and what's going on? And I got the vision of a Native American. And it was like, well, why are you picking, and I said that, why are you picking on me? I have no Native American (laughs) blood. We do not know of any Native American that is in our family. And it immediately went back to the time where I had a past life regression. And when I had a past life regression done, it was that I was a Native American brave and, you know, whatever. And so the the words that came from that is once Native American, always Native American. So you, you may not be a Native American in this life, but who's to say you've not been a Native American in past lives? And I would right. have to say that most of us have been Native American at some point in time. Uh, unless you're unless you're real new, maybe you know a new soul coming in, maybe not, but this this person here is an old soul, and so I've had that experience, and it was like, so you really are a Native American, but you're a conduit for Native American people to either get in touch with or through and I said, "Okay, I tell you what, I'll make you a deal." If you want me to talk to people that are that have Native American in them, I will be happy to. I will be honored to. But I have to have an exchange of energy, which means I have to get paid for this as well. Mm-hmm. And I had just the most wonderful release come around, and it was just like done. You know, we will make that happen for you. And I never, ever wanted for a client since. You know, my practice has wow. really taken off, and it skyrocketed. And, and people, I will say, well, now, how did you find me? And they'll go, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> and I'll just go, that I understand completely what you're saying. I understand totally what it is. And that's how that got started. And that's why when that smoke comes in, it is so profound. And I know it means something, and I try to honor them. But sometimes I think what I have to say is more important than what they have to say. And they'll just keep on and on and on and on until I just finally go, okay, fine. 
what do you want? <laughs> you know, tell me, what do you want? And then sure enough, it'll come through. And I really think that volcano stuff, the weather, yeah. those things, that's very important. I think the twin flame, Definitely. that's also fire. That's also smoke as well. Uh, twin flames are very important to people. So we're getting connected with our, our significant other or our partner in crime or we're, we're hooking up with people that we seriously need to be around or with and get, um, get what we deserve. Seriously. And isn't it also a fire year? Isn't it also a fire year? Like the year of the yes. Richter? Isn't that a fire? Yeah. Yes. It's a fire interesting, year. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of fire for this year. It's passion. It's um, setting a fire under you to get you going. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, watching out for uh, catastrophes, you know, watching out for disasters, being prepared. Make sure you're prepared. That's a major, that's a major thing for us. We have to be aware of weather. We have to be aware of what's going on. And we have to be in the know. And if you're, if something right. tells you you need to turn left at that street, you turn left. Or if it says you right. need to go on, go on, because something is trying to protect you. And we need to listen to that more so now than ever before. Uh, there was a situation here in Dallas where um, it was another gunman situation, and a mm-hmm. couple of people said. They thought they were supposed to go to school today, and they changed their mind, and they did not go. And so what happened was they were not in the area or the vicinity of that, and they missed the whole thing. And it was like they listened. Wow. Thank goodness they listened. So listen to those, you know, listen to those moments, and if it says, you need to stay home, stay home, or you need to go, then do so. You know, don't hang around. So what is right. your, what's your year? What, do you know what your year is? I don't. Um, I know that I'm an eight in terms of my number, at least I'm assuming. I mean, I added everything up the way that you said to, and I did it in my head while you were talking. So, Oh, gosh, you do that so much better than I, was, I can't do that. I have to write everything down. Though, I, was in, I, was, I was in arithmetic land in my mind. So I'm an eight, um, <laughs> but I, I don't know my year. So, yeah, so tell me again, how do you do the year? How do you know your year? Okay, tell so let's find formula. out what your personal year is. Okay, this is your personal year, and this is how you find out. Take your month. <clears throat> take the date that you were born and mm-hmm. put in 2017. Okay. So it's month plus the date. You know, if it's 14, it'd be one plus four. Then the year, that'd be two plus zero. Excuse me, two plus zero plus one plus seven. And then you add all those up. Okay. And then whatever that number is, you want to lower it or reduce it to one number. Lower it one number? Yeah, you want yeah, you want to add those together. So if it's an eighteen that would be nine. Well, no, if it's like say it's the number eighteen, make it nine. Eight one is nine. 
If it's 27, right. yeah, then eight. it's 2 and 7 is 9. Okay. So what's your number? Eight. 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 You're in an eight-year. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So you're in an eight-year. Let's see what eight would be for you. So you're in an eight-year. Okay. So your life cycle, eight. Let me see. Oh, okay. Get a load of this. <laughs> You're expanding. Ta-da. You are meant yeah. to empower yourself. This is when you need to step up and lead, be the boss, take responsibility, be the authority, show that you are capable of being in charge. And you know what? That just makes so much sense. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> It could be something in your daily life, such as taking charge of organizing whatever it says. Hmm. Don't abuse the power, but remember, with power comes great responsibility and integrity. And that's exactly, excuse me, that's exactly what you're doing right now. That smoke is back in my face. It must be right. Oh, gee. So that's for you. So apparently, apparently you're coming into your own here mm-hmm. with whatever it is that you're coming into power with. Tell everybody about how your how good your book's doing. Oh well, and let me thank everyone because it, there have been just a whole lot of people uh, purchasing, and I and I don't really pay attention to the sales, but. I do pay attention to the information I receive, and so um, I do get a lot of feedback, and I've been receiving just a whole lot of feedback in the last three or four days, and I'm, I just am very grateful because, again, this really wasn't, a, you know, of course, nothing I do is really done by me, and it's never really designed by me. It's always divinely mm-hmm. designed and divinely produced, and this certainly was, and the message that's being put out and the way that things are happening and the people that are being brought to me and the the information they're sharing and the stories they're sharing it's just really amazing so um you know it's it's great i mean i'm just excited about the potential for people to get involved in the second one to uh continue to send their stories my way and and if i may say because you've asked me i i want to say again we talked about this on the show whenever we had that impromptu show with elizabeth and i and she interviewed me about this book but um and if you haven't read it, remember it is uh, The Sky Was All Purple, a collection of love for prints, and you can find that on Amazon or at barnesandnobles.com. But there there was a – or barnesandnoble.com. There was a, uh, a prompt in there in the prologue for people to send their stories my way, any experiences that they had uh, that were more of a spiritual nature. And I am not just talking about – I mean, although I want to include these as well, but I'm not just talking about the stories of, like, listening to Prince's music and in some way maybe it had a spiritual impact on you because by all means I want to welcome those stories as well. But I am also including and very interested in any stories from people who are currently having spiritual experiences with Prince in spirit. So not only the experiences that people had that were of a spiritual nature while he was in the physical realm, but also now that he is in spirit, any uh, stories or experiences that you have to share, send them my way, Cherokee, Sharia, hotmail.com, and that, that information is available on the show page and on the Facebook page, Girl Power Half Hour, uh, facebook.com backslash Girl Power Half Hour. And 
I wanted to say too that uh, I've been I'm a spiritual life coach, as most everyone out there knows, and I've been receiving uh, just a whole lot of clients lately. Um, I want to put this out there too. I feel like I'm being told to do that right now. That if you are in search of spiritual life coaching, and what that is is uh, I do. It's not counseling. It's it's not consulting. It's not therapy, and it does not substitute for counseling or therapy. But I do as a spiritual life coach go back and look at past traumas where some life coaches might not do that a spiritual life coach will do that because it's in an effort to remove blocks spiritual blocks and emotional Mm -hmm. blocks and so I I will do that I'm also working with your you know things that are going on in the present for you and then working and this is the most important part with your gifts your spiritual gifts and uh, even using spiritual modalities to do that like like crystal healing and energy work. So if you're looking for something like that, you can certainly contact me because I do offer Skype sessions as well. But most importantly, and this is the most important message from this, you're all gifted, every single one of you listening. The gifts that Elizabeth has that I have, you all have them. And when you tune into this show, this is not only an opportunity for you to connect with someone and to start understanding some of the things that you're either dreaming about or seeing, um, but it's an opportunity for you to awaken your own gifts. And so be sure that you're reaching out in some way to someone to help you do that, because that is certainly happening all over the planet right now. People's gifts are being awakened for a very great purpose. So be sure to be tuning in to your own so that those can be awakened within you. And make sure that you trust the person that you go to. You know, make sure right. that, <clears throat> excuse me, make sure that when Spirit says, okay, let's go here and try this, make sure that you, you're listening to Spirit because you, there, will, there are going to be so many, what do you call them, charlatans or fakes or um, imitations, imposters, those kinds of uh, people. You need to make sure that you're going to someone that's telling you the truth and Sometimes it's trial and error, but usually as a rule, you'll know before you even get to that person because you'll have some sort of interaction with them and that will tell you immediately like, ooh, you know, I don't think I need to go or ooh, I think I need to. Now, we, you and I have discussed the fact that I had a client immediately after the show. Right. I got a um, text message that uh, someone wanted to come and have a reading with me, and I said, okay, and you are. And they said, Prince. <laughs> so I immediately text <laughs> Tasha and said, you're not going to believe this, but this is what this person said their name was. So I thought about it, and I said, you know, I'm just not so sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure about this. So I scheduled a time where I knew I would have somebody in front, backed up to the beginning of that person's, and then at the end, so that it would be just a very short span of time that that window would be open. My intuition said, do not give the address of where you work. Just say, okay, it's at this time. And I said, I'll give you the information as to where it is on that day. And they said, well, you know, if anything comes up, I'll immediately let you know and blah, blah. I never heard from them. And it was like, you know, I don't even know if this was real now. Was this really a person or not? So it was right. like, yeah. my intuition's going, 
um, you know, I don't know about this. I, I, I'm listening, and I just don't know that this is going to happen because part of me is going, I just don't feel, I just don't feel it. I really don't. And sure enough, it did not manifest, and it did not happen. So I did listen to the fact that I needed to put one um, client in front of that time, and I needed to put a client in the back right. so that I would only have just that little gap there. And it worked mm-hmm. out real well, mm-hmm. but it was like, oh, you know, I, you know, I'm just not sure about this. I'm really not Prince, and we just did a show. <laughs> hmm. Kind of odd, don't you think? Like, okay, odd, yeah. well, I'm gonna of, be, and actually, we're going to see Prince in person. Yeah, it kind of goes with, uh, you know, the dream that I won't divulge now to the audience because we're about out of time, but uh, the dream that I had last night that I texted you about, it kind of goes with that because it was the whole Prince imposter thing. So it's kind of interesting that you brought that up today. Uh, it kind no, that's of true. It does. It, it, goes, it goes with that, doesn't it? You know, so the, the, the legitimate stories, the real stories that you have about Prince and how it's moved you or you've had a dream or there was an experience of some sort, do get in touch with Tasha because it is, it is, it has been an eye opener for me. Let me tell you, it's been one <laughs> of the, the greatest rides I've ever been on. And I just, you know, I'm just sitting in the back watching. But it's it's been an experience that I just cannot express the joy of, the excitement of it, and the weirdness of it. it you know, it, it's a combination of everything. So it's like, wow, this is this is awesome, amazing, and awesome yeah. all at the same time. Most definitely. So do Most you have a number that a... you've been seeing? Do you, do you have a number you see a lot? Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, of course, I see 11-11 all the time, but um, I also, and I, you know, I know that one. I know what it's what it means and where it's coming from, but I typically see fours and sevens and threes. Um, okay. Those are my typical numbers. Well, let's talk about threes while we've still got time. Uh, listen to this. Okay, this number offers you a choice. The Trinity is activated within your structure of your DNA. This number gives you the opportunity to connect with beings, masters, guides, and highly evolved angels. The Trinity is the holiness within all of your choices. Wow. I'd love to see that number. Well, now, there for a while, I was saying 333. I take that back because I was writing things down. It's 3 o'clock. Our show starts at 3 o'clock, blah, blah. I, you know, I take that back. I have seen threes. Okay. So let's talk about let me Let me interrupt you for Let me interrupt you for a moment. I just want to let everybody okay. know the show's about to end. It's about to, we're about to end this episode. We're going to let this run into uh, the after air time. So if you're tuning in right now, just know that you can catch the rest of the show via the archives. And also remember, um, you want to keep aware of the weather. Just stay, just stay alert. That doesn't mean be fearful. We're never encouraging fear. Simply encouraging awareness and so that you're, you're aware and, as, you know, knowing you have the battle. So obviously that's, you're in a good place when you have the knowledge. So just listen to intuition. Stay safe. And then I'll be talking to you next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central. And again, whatever you don't get to hear at the end of this, well, by, by all means, go to the archive show and you can catch what you missed with regard to the 
number four and the number seven. So, again, thank you for tuning in, and, and we'll be talking to you next Wednesday at 3. Go on, Elizabeth. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're talking about the number four. So when you see mm-hmm. the number fours a lot, it means new foundations of light to your life. It means new opportunities coming even without asking. Talks about building your future one thought at a time, brick by brick. And do not let anyone throw down your dreams with their negativity. Wow. You know, I love that. To I like stay that a lot. anchored to what you know to be the divine truth and to the new platform of light that will solidify. So, in other words, when you start seeing the 444 or 44 whatever, it's telling you this is, this is light for your life. And you really are having new opportunities come your way. So it's, it's um, well, it's like a light. It's like a beacon. It's going, we're here. We're coming at you. We're going to make things better. The things you've worked for, your gifts are going to start coming forward. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. And you'll be interested to know that the host call-in number for this show, which I'm not going to give the whole thing, but the last four digits are Four 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 four. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. See, there's yeah. that four 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 four. Okay. Well, let's talk about seven briefly. So this is the vibration of the spiritual warrior. So number seven is very significant in many people's lives. Um, it's important to them on a personal level. It's important to them on a spiritual level. And the one that runs the narrow inner path runs with the spiritual warrior of number seven. Seven works for the light and with the light. Seven eats, drinks, and talks about the light. To seven, it is not allowed to step outside the boundaries of the light for more than a moment. So people walking the number seven they are of the light. It is like purification. And you can tell when they get out of their, their light, you know, their spiritual light. And it doesn't have to be religious. That's not what we're talking about. It's their pathway. It's their calling. It's them staying in their light of their own selves so that they can share their information and their gifts and their light with other people. <clears throat> so number seven is really important. And, um, if you've got number seven in your world, then you're walking the pathway of the enlightened, enlightened people, people nice. with light. It's like yeah, I love money. that. Yeah, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I didn't realize it was so powerful. It's like a spiritual warrior, though. You know, that's that's a major yeah. number. It's like, mm-hmm. ooh, walking the number seven. Yeah, you know, Prince, number Prince had an album named seven. Oh, he did. That's right. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Just think about that. He was walking his light, yeah, staying in his truth. Mm-hmm. Wow. Definitely. Okay. We'll talk about number eight briefly. As in the above, so below. This configuration opens the infinite portal and guides us in the release of all limitations. I like that. It is the number Mm -hmm. of going beyond what we consider to be our limit. It asks us to fly to the moon and stop and look at the Milky Way on the way back. 
It is pure spiritual atomic energy, a pure source of power. I like that. Wow. I like that. I had a license plate on my car, and it was 888. That's also very powerful for business. Well, my aunt had passed away, and she had left me a little something, and I got a new car. I've never had a brand-new car in my life. It's always been used or handed down or whatever, and I had the opportunity to do that. And I'll never forget getting that car and looking at that license plate, and it had almost her initials on it, and it had 888. And it was like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. And, of course, that's wow. back when I was starting to do my business, and it was like I couldn't have had better numbers. And it was. I mean, it was a gift from it was a gift from heaven. It really was. And my whole life changed in that moment. My whole life changed. So it was, it was a gift that I knew she was watching over me. And I just, every time I got in the car, I just talked to her and said, I just thank you so much for this. And I cannot believe you thought of me and, you know, how wonderful. So, yeah, that was wonderful. I really, oh, what a great gift. So That is a great gift. I love that story. So I think we went through all the numbers, didn't we? Or did we not go over five? Yeah. Well, no, we didn't go over five. We went over threes. We went okay. over fours. <clears throat> we we, we didn't go do over five and five six. six. Yeah. Okay, okay, number five. The universe is making changes for you, whether you have asked for it or not. The universe is changing direction for you with the permission of your soul. Ooh. Hold the vision until you've landed at the beach itself. This change can be an answer to a long-forgotten prayer. So it's talking to your soul. Wow. Can I I eavesdrop and listen is what you're telling my soul? What are you telling my soul? What are you all talking about? Stop talking behind my back. Number six. Now, number six, <laughs> number six can get a little crazy. You know, of course, one of the major players, 666, they say it's the mark of the beast. That's in um, biblical terms. However, there is, there is a negative side. We all know that. There is an evilness to that side, and we do know that as well. So it does have a number, and it is 666. So, And I have seen that on a cell phone. I have actually experienced that. So I know firsthand that there is something out there that is of, of a negative term, and I do know that it can affect electronics, and it's nothing to be played with. However, when you see that number, it is also for humanity. Considered negative, dark, dense, even demonic. But what it's asking you to do is to look at the beauty of the planet and to ask you to take your life force and change things into a good force. So in other words, if you see something that may look like a negative thing and it has the number six with it or attached to it, try and change that and turn it around to something positive because we can. We can do that. We have the power to to change that so that it's not of a negative thing. But there's also the the responsibility of sixes of the earth, 
Uh, we do damage to the earth all the time. We need to take responsibility for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's trying to let you know that your guardians are trying to get in touch with you as well. Uh, the number six is asking you to go back to the original seat of life so that you can change that. Go back to the original seed. Put in, put in plants, plant trees. Do something. Excuse me. Do something good for the planet. So the number six is like the Mother Earth. Take care of her, especially plants and flowers and clean water and clean air and do something of a, a productive nature. And that's yeah, number I love six. That. I do too. I love numbers. Well, you know. I like I like it when I can read about them. I don't necessarily want to, yeah. you know. I want to have to do math. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm really yeah. not. <laughs> I never have been. I, I saw Sylvia Brown one time, and she said, well, not personally, but I mean, I was watching her on television one time, and somebody asked her about that, and why was it difficult to learn new languages, and why is it so hard for some of us to know math and science and those kinds of things? And she said what I thought was just the most brilliant answer ever. She said, it's because you don't need that in this life. It was like, yes, yes, ah. I don't need that. Because you yeah. learned that in another life and you used it. And I said, well, all of my gifts went to Albert Einstein because we were born on the same birthday. And it's like he got all <laughs> the math and I got all the you know other stuff. And he got all that. So <laughs> I don't need that. I'm sharing with him. I'm sharing with Albert. <laughs> Let yeah. him have the numbers. He and you know he got his and he got his information from dreams. Actually yeah. got his yeah. information from dreams. So he knew how to to manipulate a lot of what um information. That information highway that's just right above our heads that you can tap into and get your information and bring it back down and put it into action. And that's why there's so many people who have ideas at the same time. They all tap into that at the same time. And you have people all over the planet designing the same, let's say, same logos or creating the same kind of, um, well, like a battery or a car or a cell phone or whatever. They're all doing it at the same time, but that's because everybody is tapping into that information highway and you can't, you can do it. And it's a real different kind of a feel. It's a great it's a great feeling to be up there and get that info and then come back and go, Oh well, I think I'll do this or we'll create that or let's make this or we'll we'll put this into play or let's try those kinds of ideas. And people are doing that all the time. And it's gonna be even more so. So if you feel like you need to do like a little bit of daydreaming, it's probably because you need to be in the information highway and you need to be getting more information so that it will come to you so you can do a project that you need to solve or there's a problem that you need to get an answer for. Yeah. Or that's yeah what I do. Yeah. And I, yeah, I take that. my time that's too. I wait when I need to wait and I work when I need to work and I do as many things differently as possible. I never just have one job. It's always something different. And that way I don't get bored. Right. You know, you can't just do this on and on and on and on and just that's all you do. Well, you're going to burn yourself out. You have to have other other things to do, not just mm-hmm. read for people or those kinds of things. You need to have other other things that you do. Right. Yeah. Well, like you, you paint, you write. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do it all. <laughs> you, and, and yeah, you've got all different and skills. I don't do it, 
Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, say, how do you do it all? How do you do all of that? Well, the truth is I don't, like, have two hours a day where I paint, two hours a day where I write. It's not like I'm doing it all, you know, in one day. I, uh-huh. I like yeah. you, I wait, I wait for the inspiration. So when a book comes, I write a book. When a series uh-huh. of art comes, I do a series. When, you know, it's time to write articles, I'm going to have deadlines for that stuff. But even that stuff I pitch. And so, uh, uh-huh. you know, I wait and and when I'm not getting anything, I feel like that's the universe's way of saying you've got the day off. Enjoy it. So I'm just. Oh, I tell you, don't you love those days? I love those days. Yeah. I, seriously, I because, love it. Yeah, because you know when you work for yourself, and you know this, Elizabeth, but for people out there that don't, when you work for yourself, mm-hmm. you don't get scheduled weekends, right? You don't get scheduled days off. I mean, I have clients on the weekends. I have so there is no like quote-unquote weekend where you just get time off yeah. but when the, you really do kind of wait for the universe to tell you that it's your day off mm-hmm. and then when it is you, you just ignore, you just enjoy it you don't you just don't do anything you just enjoy it and do whatever you want to do and it's fantastic I'm always grateful for those indeed yeah and you never know when your weekend's going to happen no. You know, you really no. don't. Then all of a sudden you just feel like, oh, wow, I'm in my weekend. I'm going to enjoy this. This yeah. is my day. <laughs> and that happens. You know, you just all of yeah. a sudden you can just feel it like, oh, wow, you know, it may be two days, but right now it feels like one, so I'm going to enjoy this day and maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that usually is how it works for me. It's one or two days. And, and then I have days when I really have to be online. I have to do a lot of uh, work. You really, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a responsibility. You can't just put a Facebook page out there, and you can't just have no. um, things just set. You have to work it. You have to go out there and add things to it or talk to somebody and like things and mm-hmm. see what else is going right. on and be aware. Right. So it's, not, exactly it's right. not easy. It's not as easy as people think, oh, well, all you got to do is stay home and work. Well, that's not always true. No. You know, that's not that's not the case. You have to go out and actually physically meet a lot of these people because you need mm-hmm. to have that experience as well. And is it right? Well, I'm I'm basically an introvert, so sometimes when I go and do those kinds of things, I need a couple of days off because I've expanded a a lot of energy to match these people mm-hmm. with their their energies and stuff. And sometimes I do have to come home. And I'll, right. I'll read for people online, but I don't have to go out. So it helps right. me kind of regroup my thoughts and not be so out there. But I can't. I could not really seriously could not do this every day. And read for someone every day. I have to. I have to break it up so it's not so intense. Because that's just right. oh gosh, you just feel it so much. Yeah, and I can imagine it's probably got, there's probably a very physical reaction to the experience. Yeah, that'd be like you sitting and writing for like six or seven hours at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, and even with my clients, you know, for spiritual life coaching, I'm I'm very, uh, I've, you know, I will always talk to spirit about how many clients, you know, I need to have or, mm-hmm. or how they need to be mm-hmm. taken up so that spirit breaks them up for me in ways that uh, I'm not, you know, overwhelmed because I'm of no use to anyone if I don't first care for me. And so I have to make sure that I take that time for self-care and that I don't get too much going at once because, you know, as you know, I mean, doing readings for people and spiritual life coaching, a lot of that ends up being a lot of that, whether Mm -hmm. I want it to be or not. And so regardless, it's always, 
it hasn't been draining, and I don't foresee it being draining because right. I have been protected by spirit and because I listen to the <clears> self-care <throat> And I, and I take the time for that. But I know what you're saying because it, when I used to counsel uh, and I didn't take time for self-care and I didn't set boundaries and I wasn't protected, I got burned out. Uh, and that's quick. a very physical mm-hmm. experience too, yeah. I got burned out really fast. And, and I quit doing it for years because of it. And then I wasn't doing my light work because I let myself get burned out. So that's definitely a good advice for people listening, that if you are a light worker – by all means, take time for self-care. Well, and that's what's happening. More and more people are rec- uh, recognizing their gifts and their talents, and basically they are light workers. And there's a lot of people that don't understand their gifts yet. That's okay. There's a lot of people that do understand their gifts, so they just don't know what to do with them, and that's okay too. So our job is to help them find their gifts and to expand on those gifts. So that's why I always take somebody with me. If I go somewhere and I'm doing something, I try and take somebody, at least one, one person to go with me so that they can experience what I'm experiencing. Maybe not as intently, but they're going to experience it. And this is what it's really like. You have to bring this table. You have to have a chair. You have to do this and blah, blah. And then they get the actual behind-the-scenes information that they would not normally get if you just throw them out there and just say, here, just, you know, go read for people. You, they need to know. You put time in here, you've invested this, and this is how you get paid. And, you know, they need to know all those right. things. And you need to be ready. You've got to have your business cards and blah, blah, and those kinds of things. And mm-hmm. you've got to make sure you've had protein so that you've got that energy so that you can do those, you know, 10 minutes, um, like one after another, after another, after another. And that time when I read right. for that lady – I think I had been there for almost two and three hours. It was 10 minutes each each read. And they were just coming wow. in, just coming in. I just really thought, that thought it wasn't going to be that way. And it surprised me. <laughs> so it was like, you know, one after another. And it was like, oh, my gosh. And it wound, wound up being like 24 people. So that was almost three hours. And, and it was like, holy cow, I had no idea. But it was like the fastest three hours ever. Because I would get up and walk that person to the door, and here's this other person coming in. It's like, okay, well, come on in. But <laughs> it, it was exciting, It was, but it was busy. You know, that's busy. Yeah. But I was really glad that day was over because that was really intense because that's 10 minutes of trying to get as much information as possible. And being as accurate as you can get, and that's what that's what we're, that's our goal was to be as accurate as we can be on that. Right. Well, you know that right. from being the life coach. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'm glad that you mentioned the food part because spiritual work is uh, it makes you very tired and drained, and certainly mm. if you're not eating. Uh, it will do that more so. And it, you do notice, I think, whenever you've done some spiritual work that or light work, that after you're done, you're very hungry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hungry. It does take a lot of that energy out. So you have to replace it and replenish it. That's true. And I am starving <laughs> afterwards <laughs> of that. I am yeah. so hungry. It's just not funny how hungry I really am. And it's like, don't put anything in front of me. <laughs> you know, don't show me you've got cookies and stuff. I don't need to know that. But, you know, 
And invariably somebody else, let me get you a drink. Is well, no, that's okay. Well, let me get you a beer. No, I, no, I can't do that. Well, let me get you that. And it's like, no, that's okay. You know, I, I need to finish first. And, you know, you can't sit there and eat spaghetti and go, oh, by the way, you know, you need to, you need to be there in the moment. Like, you want some? What's the spaghetti? Oh, no, not, not today. Thanks. We'll, we'll pass. Want some garlic bread? Oh no, thank you, but no. You know, and you have to be careful because you don't want to smell like a, a garlic clove if you're gonna read to somebody. So you have to, you know, you've gotta think it through. Don't go don't go getting those spaghetti and stuff before you go somewhere. Make sure your teeth are clean. I mean, you, you have to watch this stuff. You have to be prepared. I can say that though. I've been in the business long enough to wear. And I used to get dressed up like a gypsy, you know, and I had the turban. You know, I I used to do this a lot. I don't do it so much anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to have a turban and the whole gypsy outfit and, you know, the necklaces and the chains and the wild makeup and all that stuff until 9/11. And let me tell you, after 9/11, that stopped for me. I no longer did really? that. Because I would I would wear the turban in the car, and I started having people follow me, and it was like, oh no, this is not good. So I would actually wait and get to the actual location, and then put the the turban and stuff on, because I think they really thought that well they weren't sure who I was I guess, but it was a it was the you were getting stigmatism. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. literally, they just immediately put me into that category. But I wore really, really, really dark makeup. It was really dark. And it worked because they really thought I was from some other, you know, other country. And I thought, no, we, we need to stop that. So I changed the makeup thing and thought, no more, we're not doing that. And I don't dress up nearly as dramatic as I used to, but that stopped. It was, but it was just because I did not feel safe. You know, I just didn't feel right. safe. So that that ended. We we don't do that anymore. I can dress up, you know, to a certain point, but that's it. We're not we're not going quite as extensive as we used to with the you know the big eyelashes and that sort of thing. <laughs> So what we've changed that. But, you know, that's what happens. You start down one direction, and you think that's the direction that you're going to stay, and then the world changes, and then so do you. And your style and operation changes, and that's where we come back to the very beginning of what we were talking about is that we have to be flexible. We have to have another game plan. You cannot just do one thing. You have to have many things in your world so that you know how to play many different roles. And, and do different things so that you don't, first of all, get burnt out. But secondly, it keeps right. your it keeps your mind occupied, and you have other things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Stagnating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You do. <clears throat> I think you're right. I think that soul um, twin flame thing that's going to be coming around. Yeah. And we'll have to see I'm what happens definitely. with that. That just feels like energy that's coming around uh, for need-to-know basis, and um, well, obviously, we'll see what spirit does with that, how that shows up. Yay! That's exciting. Would be it would be nice, yeah. That would be nice. I'm, I would be interested in that for sure. But we'll Yay. see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Well, once again, I have just had the best time. 
<clears throat> smoke and non-smoke. <laughs> what a what a show. This one was really well, intense uh, for me. Let me tell you, it was just it was tough. Golly. Oh. Well, I I, I can say that uh, I I was aware that that information was coming to me right before the show, but I did I wasn't aware that it was something I needed to share on the show. But then when you continued to joke up, I thought, <laughs> okay, well, let's give this a whirl and see if it's yeah. something that I believe that I need to be sharing. Um, well, I think so it's that, nice that, to know. Okay. Yeah, it's nice to know that you can share your information as well. It isn't just coming from this side. It's a combination of, you know, two, whatever you got, you've got information, let's share that too. And I like that mm-hmm. a lot because there's so many other people that have information and you know, next time if somebody has something they want to share, maybe they need to call in and tell us what it was. Hey, that's you know, a great idea. What's going on in their world? What are you doing? And mm-hmm. how do you make that work for you? And what's your gift? And what do you want to explore or talk about? Hey, I like that. So Psychic Wednesday yeah. can turn into like Psychic Wednesday where anyone that's experiencing a their gifts or they've got information or maybe they've come into a gift they didn't know they had and it's awakening for them and they'd like information on it, then maybe they can call in and share their information or get information from you or or from me or however it works out about how their gifts are coming in and and what they can do. And, yeah, that's fantastic. Let's do that because that would be June. That's like the beginning of summer. And it's what what are you going to do for the summer? What are you going to take classes on or do or experience and – and those kinds of things. And that gives us another month for people to get prepared and say, oh, hey, you know, let me talk about this or this is new and I don't know what this is. Then that that could be for a lot of people. I have no idea what that's called. You know, what does it mean if you see I things in your head? Well, it just yeah. means you see things in your head. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do about my third eye? Wear a sunglass, you know. Not, I didn't say sunglasses, <laughs> just say sunglass. Get a monocle. Just put it right there on you. Yeah. No, just joking. Mm, only joking. Only joking. Okay. Well, I enjoyed it. Thank yeah, you so much for today. Yes. <clears throat> Goodness. Thank you. I am Thank still kind of choked up. Yeah, you you may get more info. I'm not sure. But if you do, you can always just message me. We'll figure it out. Um, for everyone that did check into the archives and you're listening to all of this now, well, then you know that in June we'll have this whole new setup, and I think this is exciting. That's awesome information. And always, you know, Elizabeth, I'm, this is always my favorite day. So if I could do this every time, it would be fantastic. So thank you so much for coming in. And all of those listening, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll be talking to you next week, Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central. Stay tuned to the Facebook page to find out what we're going to be talking about and with who I'm going to be speaking. And uh, and we'll see uh, or hear from you next Wednesday. Have a great week and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.